Hello there! Squee is currently missing in action. So today you get to hear me, Kiro, everybody's favorite sister. Let's start off with some behind-the-scenes info about me. First of all, I'm a huge science nerd. Uh, if you hadn't gotten that in the podcast, I hope it'll come through soon. Uh, let's see. Also, I really do work in a lab. I love to use big words that I can never spell, like the, and, or. And uh, I own a giant fire-breathing cow bear. Okay, well, no, not exactly. But I am an owner of an Italian Mastiff, 120 pounds of pure cuddle, until she takes over the bed at night. And then I sleep on the floor. But my dog really loves role-playing games, and she's very sad she can't uh, be a regular occurring character. So you'll probably hear her in the background whining, for which I'm very sorry. But just know that everybody in my house is super enthusiastic, and we all want to get involved in the fights and stuff like that. Yeah. So today, boys and girls, let's see. Last time, we ended with the news that the king was dead, and our heroes were faced with a daunting question of what to do with a bunch of orphans? In today's episode, we will explore the importance of family, a city in chaos after the king is dead, problems with communication in an age without cell phones, and Arlen babysitting? No, 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 that can't be right. That was not in my contract. Squee! So, welcome back. Um, we're going to start this session pretty much with the ball in your court. There's a lot of things that you guys uh, mentioned wanting to do. Uh, first things first. Here's what I'm going to uh, uh, tell you. First of all, as you guys kind of, um, as the session kind of opens up here, we're going to open up maybe about an hour or so after that town crier around down the street. So we'll say it's about 9 or 10 in the morning. Still very early. Breakfast is done. We'll say that time was spent... Uh, Washing the dishes, things were uh, maybe a little quiet. Triana definitely was very quiet after hearing of the death of Eodrid uh, Arabasti II. Um, it's been about an hour, and in that time, from the orphanage, um, you have started noticing things, especially given that it's not exactly indoors. <laughs> it's partially indoors, but there's a clear... Let's just say very large windows. There's very large windows. It's got a nice skylight. Um, yeah, it's got a very nice skylight, as in, like, half roof. Yeah. Um, you notice that uh, the town is a flurry of activity, and uh, uh, typically not the best kind. Um, as the hour passes on, the town criers spread the news. Um, there start to be uh, gatherings of people. Um, you start to see every once in a while uh, slight columns of smoke rising up in the horizon. Um, the flickering glow of, of, of fires even in the daylight from here and there. Um, at one point you hear a frantic clanging of alarm bells. Um, 
as 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 uh guards rush to and fro um it doesn't look like everything's like in full uproar but it's very clear that the city is in a state of unrest at the moment at the hearing of um the death of Eodred. Uh you also hear people that uh you know outside the orphanage you do hear a few a few cries excuse me a few cries of uh like at one point you hear a Quivosian herald uh this voice from the street the king is dead long live the queen um and you heard almost immediately after a few ragged cries of some men and women from somewhere hang the queen the usurper must die um so it's very clear that there's a very tense atmosphere here um everybody roll me who who can of course roll me a give me a second um, if you have knowledge and nobility, roll me that. I think, Arlen, you're the only one. I beg to differ. Oh, snap. GM is sometimes wrong. <laughs> For all the fucking good it did me, yeah. Um, there you go. There's my, uh, right. there's my ten. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Um... Here's what Arlen Murray, I'll say what you know first, and then Arlen I'll tell you what I just want to mention Arlen rolled a fifteen. Right. Yeah. Just saying oh, right. our roles. Because podcast. Yes, just saying our roles. Yeah, Miri rolled an eleven, Arlen rolled a fifteen. Okay. Uh so uh, Miri, you know in the time you spent here that a lot of the town doesn't speak too fondly of the queen. Um a lot of them think of her as at best a a gold digger. Um there have been rumors people have claimed to have heard her um call uh this town a a backwater village. Um a backwater colonial village on on some occasions and people seem to think they know that you know she's a foreigner everyone knows she's a foreigner and people seem to uh not hold her in very high regard arlen you remember in your your teachings as a child uh, a bit more so um what you remember is that um she uh, queen iosa in here let me actually throw something up here your new queen they go um queen iosa um was born wasn't born in corvosa at all uh she was born in um uh, she was born actually iosa arvanex in the chelish city of west crown um and most of in that town expected her to uh marry a, uh, a you know into a more powerful chelish line her her actual family was there were nobles but they weren't the highest nobles. They were kind of on the same level of where your father is when it comes to the hierarchy. Uh, and, uh, she was very beautiful, very intelligent, um, and very, uh, cunning. And they expected that, uh, she would, you know, marry into a higher family. Instead, uh, there was a big scandal when she abandoned her family and Chilax, uh, Chilax altogether and sailed for the city of Corvosa. Um, you know that she met the king, uh, um, and Eodred, and he, the rumors state he fell in love almost instantly with her intelligence and, uh, her obvious beauty. Um, there was a scandalously short courting period, uh, before they were married. And most interesting, it was no little secret. It was no, it was not a, uh, deeply kept secret that Eodred had many mistresses. 
over his life. He was a, a, a bit of a ladies king, if you, if you, or, you know, that kind of a horn dog. But when he married Queen Eosa, he fell so in love with her that he spurned his numerous previous lovers, uh, in favor of his new queen. She married him when she was 17 years old. Um, that was about five years ago. Um, she's also, you know this, she's also impressively, single-handedly, um, managed to shift most of the citizens' dislike and disapproval for King Eodrid, who, while never a cruel king, um, or a dumb king, was a very thrifty king. And a lot of people were not very fond of that. Uh, she managed to shift all of their dislike for him to her. Uh, with the same things that, like, Mary heard. That, that people think that she's a, a foreigner, that she has no real love for this town, that she's just a gold digger, etc., etc., etc. So, that is what you know about your new queen. And that is what you know about the possible reasons as to why things are so tense at the moment. With that, uh, I'm going to kind of throw the ball into your court. Um, it is, uh, it's around 10 o'clock in the morning. You all have a to-do list. The city is, like I said, it's not like in a full riot or anything at the moment. It's just a very tense atmosphere. Uh, where are the majority of, like, the bad noises coming from? Um, all around you. The whole city seems to be experiencing this, uh, issue. Um, I mean, think of it, think of it this way. Um, when, you know, when, when Kennedy was, uh, assassinated or passed away, I mean, that, that caused the whole nation to, um, to go into a state of mourning and shock. And kings in this world, especially in Corvosa, where kings are held in very high esteem, has the same basic effect, uh, except add anger to this one in the sense that there's a lot of people here who do not like the person taking the, their place. The whole city is being affected by this. Okay. Got it. Um, Amelia is going to want to go home then to check on her mother. Um, sure. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, she, she's essentially going to tell everyone. Um, I, I, I have to go. Um, thank you for everything and I, I will. I will join with you to continue the investigation, but I, I have to go. Uh, uh, Triana will look up and she'll say, um, is it safe right now? I mean, things are pretty tense. Will you be okay? Do you, do you want someone to go with you? Um, Arlen will kind of look up and ask Amelia, where, where are you going? I mean, perhaps I can go with you. Um, I just, finished getting all my tools sharpened and cleaned. Otherwise, you know, I don't normally walk the city with a bunch of drills and crowbars and things like that. And I have to stop back by my lab as well. Um, Amelia glances between the two and shakes her head and says, I'll, I'll, I'll be fine. Don't, uh, don't, don't worry about me. Well, if we get some further info on Gadrian, where can we find you? Or do you want us to find you? Um. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
<laughs> you can always just text me. No. Snuck signals. Send it to the digits. I suppose I could write a letter, but where should I address it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send one of the pocket dragons. Oh, God. What are um, they called? Oh, the house drakes? House drakes. <laughs> Yeah. Pocket dragon, <laughs> house drake, whatever. That, so you know that the house, the house drake is like the common name. Pseudo dragon is actually their their real name. It was, uh, yeah. Well, now they're passenger pigeons. So just you yeah. know, s- stick a post-it note on one. We'll be fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. God. Or an imp. There's plenty of those. Pocket around. dragon yeah. sounded like something totally different. <laughs> oh man. Um, I just thought it was a really cool version of pocket sand. Yeah. Pocket dragon. Oh god! <laughs> it's the size of a pigeon, and it wants to kill you all. It's great. It's great. Anyway, um, is there like a, I don't know, like a, a, a general like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a way to not have to give them my home address. <laughs> Arlen's a little bit pushy uh, you, to just you, want you, her to show up at your door. Well, okay. Uh, well, like, out of character suggestions, you could just meet them back here. Yeah. This is very like true. If you, if, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, she will offer to meet up with you guys um, either uh Later tonight or something, um, or tomorrow, depending on uh, what would be better for you. Um, I think tomorrow works for 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 Arlen. Just gotta put this date in my diary. Um, while they're uh, discussing that, Miri, uh, Triana kind of leans over towards you and quietly says, uh, Miri. Yes, Chad. Who's, who's that gentleman there? And she points to Otto. Is he, does he, does he work for you? You could say that. Oh. Okay, so it's safe for him to be around the children. I just... I, I don't even remember him arriving. You won't. Evidently, it's a curse of his. A curse? What do you mean? Oh, my memory is not what it once was. Evidently, people forget him. Often, to the point of his own family not recognizing his face, his daughter is among the children. Her eyes widen. Wait. His own daughter doesn't remember him? Yes. You will likely have to be introduced to him many times. That's horrible. Curses are curses. But that's... That's horrible. Indeed. And then she she just remains quiet. Um, Weary is kind of... as, As she's talking, she's kind of flipping through these cards. Um... Uh huh. She's just kind of like the, she's just kind of playing with them. She's never really had a deck of cards before. So you mean the uh, what neat. are they called? Harrow cards? Horror cards? Yeah, the har- the harrow deck. Yeah. Harrow deck. Har- yeah. The horror deck. Yeah. Um. So she's just kind of looking through them. She's she's picking out cards that look cool and um just kind of looking them over and um she's not uh, a- awesome. It's not an awesome job. Um. 
Right. But uh, she's just kind of Roll... kind of seeing if if they call to her in any way. Roll me a um, darn it. Uh, let's see here. Mm-hmm. Gotta roll something. I could, I could, uh, uh I could a have a diplomacy check no, with the cards. Mm-hmm. No, 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 it's not that. Knowledge with only a spellcraft. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, you rolled a 10. Um, these cards, now that you're playing around with them, you can tell the deck is faintly magical, though you can't really discern how. But there is some magic to this deck. And you do know enough that most horror decks are not. They're just a deck of cards. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be able to pick out if there are any that are particularly magical or just the No, whole it thing. seems to be the whole deck in general. Okay. Well, I will keep that in mind. Well, well Muri. Uh, uh, unless someone's gonna try and stop her, Amelia's gonna uh, take off. <laughs> Toodles. Oh. Well, Muri, what uh, what's the word here? Because either either I'm taking my daughter home or I'm going to get my wife. Really You're welcome to do as you please. My door is open. There is no door. There, there's, there's a door. <laughs> I don't live in a shack. Okay, then I'm off to go do the retardedly difficult task of convincing some stranger to come work for some orphanage that's half burnt down, because that'll go over really well. I'm sure. There'll be no problems there. <laughs> totally out of character, by the way. So I guess Otto's leaving. Mwiri <laughs> um, will actually go with him. Okay. Because now that now that she's kind of like, oh yeah, people really don't remember him. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's she's gonna tag along. Um, so she Ireland takes the the. Yeah, Ireland don't teach them anything. Dangerous. You know what? I sh- I should take I should take Lita because that'll help. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So I'd be Makes like sense. I'd say like, hey Lita, do you want to do you want to go see your mommy and. We'll take you home, and maybe you can come back here and stay with your friends. And Lita will look at you a little wide-eyed, and she goes, "Um, how do you know my? I'm not supposed to. How do you know my mother? I knew her a really long time ago. I doubt she remembers, but uh, I I got you this far, right? So, or at least Muri here got you this far. Uh, so." Letter will look at Miri uh, questioningly and like a little scared because there's this big honking man in front of her. He's fine, child. He means you no harm. She nods slowly and says, oh, I would very much like to see Mom. Very well. Come with us. Uh, okay. Uh, and everyone, if you could, including Amelia, roll me a perception check, please. Well, well, you, you, you do yours first, Diego. You have two skills. 
Ellen rolls a 12. Okay. Uh, Otto rolled a 19. Amelia rolled an 18. Okay, and Mary rolled Mary a 20. Mary rolls a 20. All right, yeah. so um, as Amelia leaves, Otto and uh, Mary, you notice um, Flack and Toby quietly kind of sneaking out of the house and following Amelia. And uh, um, hey, hey, uh, Flack, where are you going? I, I don't, I don't think. Are you following Amelia? <laughs> hmm? What? Flack, no follow. The streets aren't safe, child. Where are you sneaking off to? Mm. He kind of looks down. Toby, follow. Well, that's kind of the same thing, isn't it? Amelia, hear this? <laughs> Flack, uh, Flack looks at, uh, at Otto and says, No. Toby, follow. No, Toby sit. I mean, uh, Flack, Toby follow. Flack sit. Flack follow. Toby not sit. Not same at all. Ar- Arlen kind of looks up and uh, says to Flack, well, you'll come and let us know if something happens along the way. Right? Like if something Flack- happens to Amelia. Uh, Flack would nod vigorously and say, Flackwood, Flackwood. And he'll point to Otto and he'll say, uh, um, oh, hang on, give me a second here. Uh, he would, he would point to Otto and he would give like this, this, uh, like slam his fist into his hand. And, uh, he would say, Flack, not warrior anymore like him. Not smash heads in like that. That was good. But Flack can follow. And then fl- you just said you weren't following. Uh, Flack yeah. takes off. <laughs> yeah, uh- <laughs> he'll be like running down the street with Flack uh, riding him. <laughs> Arlen just kind of uh, says, "Otto, you know, it's okay. Um, you know, as long as somebody makes sure she gets home safe, I think it'll be all right." I'm more worried about what she'll do to him. <laughs> well. I'm more worried about the condition of the streets right now. If everyone is as unfriendly as they're sounding, I'm sure a goblin in their midst would be unwelcome. With all that practice Amelia got with her little lightning bolt, she'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. Too much face. I I, I think he's already gone now, so I'm not sure we could stop him anyways. But, um, wait, uh, where where are you guys going? You're not going to leave me here, like, alone with all of these kids, are, are you? Arlen just is, like, really kind of uh, looking around and completely bewildered. You can come if you want. I'm going Someone to... Someone should stay. Well, Tr- Trinia, Trinia? Triana. Triana? Triana can stay. She's... Or unless she's uncomfortable to stay alone. No, I, I, I would love to Triana. stay with them. But uh, I, I do have to... Oh, gosh. I guess I don't have to go to the castle today. Uh, I, I would love to stay with the children. 
As you wish. I will accompany Otto. There's your hall pass, Arlen. <laughs> uh, okay, great. Um, yeah, I'm going to go stop by my lab and drop some stuff off, and then I'll be back maybe in a little while. All right. Um, real quick, switching over to Amelia. Amelia, uh, you'll notice about five or ten minutes down the road uh, that um, there is a large, well-groomed dire rat and a figure on its back covered by a basically like a burlap sack that's just turned into a hood with a cloak. Um, trying to and doing a decent job of sneak of sneakily kind of darting from house to house, but it's obviously following you. Oh goodness. Um she would stop about halfway to her house and then turn on her heel towards um the mysterious hooded figure. Toby stops mid-paw. Like, motionless. Like the, if I don't move. <laughs> uh, Flack, on the other hand, uh, not noticing you, looking down at Toby and, like, slapping Toby on the rump, like, and you hear, like, go, Toby, go! Flack, what are you doing? Flack, like, looks up. Oh! Oh! Blonde girl. Nice girl. Ah, funny meeting you here. Ha! She's just going to stare at him for a moment, like, mouth half open, like she's trying to say something. And then finally she just closes it and shakes her head and says, Just go go back to the, the children. They need you more than I do. Uh, Flack kind of uh, lowers his head a bit. And he says, um, Flack, just want to see where you go. Well... <laughs> Well, you don't. You, you you don't need to. I'm I'm where I'm going is hopefully safe. Oh, I'll be fine. Good, good, because Flack coward. Flack can't fight anyway, so safe is good. Uh, Amelia pauses for a moment, trying to think, and then goes, "Well, I suppose that depends on if the riot." haven't reached it. There could be some very angry people running around with torches and and pitchforks. They don't tend to be very nice to small goblins and their dire rats. Oh. Well. Flack not scared, but Flack coward. Cowards can't fight. (sighs) Flack go back. Yes, you should go back to the children and take care of them. 
and she turns and starts walking again with a little more hurry in her step. And you hear, like, after you called, Bye, Blondie! She she does not respond. All right. Um. So, if I understand correctly, Otto and Miri are head- taking Letta back to her mother's. Amelia is headed to her mom's. Arlen, where, where, what are you doing at the moment? Um, I'm just hanging out at the uh, orphanage for a... Oh, no, no, wait. I forgot. I'm going back to uh, my lab to drop off uh, some stuff and Got it. tinker around. Got it. Okay. Uh, um, make a new, uh, a new uh, weird science device. Okay, so um, we'll we'll do that first. So you start making your way uh, from Murray's house uh, down past Old Corvosa, and then of course towards uh, the Black Hall, which is all the way. It's actually quite a trip. Uh, it takes you, oh gosh, uh, a good forty-five minutes to walk there. Um, during which time you see that the uh, general unrest of the city is getting worse um you you do pass uh one i hesitate to call it a mob but maybe about 20 or so people uh in the streets uh just yelling obscenities at the um the town guards they're not attacking in any way but they are certainly confronting the guards and the guards excuse me are simply standing there in their crimson armor um stoic as they can um at one point when uh, uh, you get close to Black Hall, you do see, uh, you hear a, a, a screech up above you, and um, you you see a squadron of hippogriff riders uh, with their saber company knights on top of them flying ahead of you. Um, one of them is incredibly wounded. Its, its wings look very um, tattered. Um, and from the direction they're flying, you can hear uh, way off in the distance uh, some shouts and yells. Um, as they over- pass over above you, the uh, hippogriff that's wounded actually uh, lets a, a screeching caw of pain. And it and its rider then begin a spiraling plummet into a statue uh, of... Uh, King Eodred, next, uh, not next to you, but probably less than a block away. Uh, they smack into the statue with bone-crunching force and just topple to the ground. Um, as they passed you, they passed close enough that blood actually uh, fell from its wing and landed on the dirt next to you. Um, they hit the ground and they don't move. And everyone around just kind of like backs up as it happens. The um, squadron of uh, hippogriff riders don't stop. They continue flying straight towards the Citadel with, with haste. Okay, Arlen's gonna uh, run over to the guy and see if there's anything she can do. Maybe a heal check? Uh, go ahead and roll me a heal check. Arlen rolls a 12. Um, it's very clear that both of these, uh, the Hippogriff and its rider, were killed upon impact. And is there 
any reason way to see how they were hurt or anything? Yeah, the one thing that you do find is it looks like um there are three puncture wounds in the uh main like bone of the wing. Um looks fairly placed like a um like a trident or a pitchfork or something of that nature. Um so Arlen's gonna check and see if like the, the guy has any kind of identifying items. Yeah. Uh he's dressed in the armor of a sable sable company knight, uh which is full plate mail. Um it is uh, let's see if I have a picture here for you of what a sable company knight would look like. Um full plate metal, uh dark colors. Give me a second. Uh, Um, oh yeah, here we go. Here's a good picture. I'm just going to throw this link, uh, in here with you guys, uh, in roll 20. You can click on it if you like. This isn't a representation of who you find, but this is very similar to what they're wearing. Um, it's, uh, it's not full plate. It's more like a, a very hardened, um, leather uh with a, a sword a, a bow an arrow on his back a helmet um other than that there doesn't seem to be any identifying markers there's no um easily noticeable gold or anything like that it looks very much like a uniform <sighs> yeah of course um so Arlen's going to kind of look around and see if there's anybody else to, like, tell or mention. Um, the citizens seem to be kind of walking away and trying to ignore it. Like, I didn't see it didn't happen, uh, most of them. Uh, but you do see several um, Quervosian guards in their crimson armor starting to approach the area. So once she sees the uh, guards are coming, she's going to quickly leave you know um mm-hmm. it, and her her idea is that the guards are coming they'll take care of it and she doesn't want people to see her or know who she is okay so, sure um roll me a stealth check please okay Oh, sneaky. Arlen rolls <laughs> 23. A 23. Uh, natural 19. Um, yes. You very quietly and very calmly make your way back into the crowd seamlessly uh, before the guard approaches close enough to tell. Uh, they were able to see someone was standing over the body, but they have no way of knowing who, and you're long gone by the time they get there. Okay, good. Um, with that, you, uh, make your way back towards the Black Hall and use your, uh, little secret entrance to make it to your lab. Alright. Alright, uh, with that, let's go to Miri and Otto. Uh, you guys are headed towards, uh, Letta's home. Um, Otto, where is, uh, your wife's home? What part of town? Well, that's a good question. Um, I would think I would probably be lower middle class, if not lower class. Okay. Um, and so, you're saying old Corvosa is sort of well, that? Well, old Corvosa is, is, is the 
lowest of the low, like old Quiversa is where the ghettos are. Um, and, uh, the poorest part of town. Um, if you're lower middle class, uh, like for example, would it have been near where you had your blacksmith shop and that kind of thing? Uh, that would stand to reason. You'd have maybe like in between that and the, uh, the, Where's all the churches again or something? Isn't there like a local um, – uh, Well, there's a few. There a there's like role? the Church of Abadar. There's uh, um, the Church of Asmodeen, which you probably would not be living near. Um, <laughs> well, it would have been the Gor- – it would have been Gorham's. Gorham doesn't have a temple here. Oh, OK. Gorham's not a very uh, <laughs> common deity in this area. Um, gotcha. Okay, so near the shop, I guess. Um, so you have a couple of options. Further back in Old Corvosa, um, like – where Miri's house is actually is is out of the ghetto, still very low, but you know much uh, better than say the the, the slums. Um, and then of course, if you go to like uh, North Point, um, that area, um, <clears throat> there's a a lot of middle class um, houses and housing. That sounds. Pretty good. Like, how about somewhere around like here? I guess. Sure, sure. So we can say uh, that uh, in that general area. So you make your way. You and Murray make your way down. You'd probably go down. Uh, uh, excuse me, <clears throat> Main Shore Boulevard to Jaeger Circle, and then just take Northgate Avenue down, and it'd yep. be right around there somewhere. So you actually live fairly close to uh, City Hall and uh, the jail, um, and you probably live around here somewhere. Sounds well, good. You don't. They do. Yeah. That's right. The streets are my home now. All right. So um, as you guys... (laughs) Not anymore, bitch. uh, As you guys make your way through there, you see kind of the similar thing that Arlen sees in the sense that um, things are coming to a a very high tension point. You have a lot of people muttering about um, the Usurper Queen and um, how... There's even now there's even rumors starting that maybe she got rid of him uh, to get her throne, that gold digging uh, queen. And um, there's groups of people in the streets uh, voicing their discontent. There is an increased presence of guards. Um, You do once you're going down Northgate Avenue, you actually have to make way as a company of Hell Knights uh, pass through. Hell Knights are one of the three armies that protect protect Corvosa. Um, they are an order of knights that have an unyielding view of justice to the point of even uh, forsaking morality for the uh, pursuit of justice. They can be a force of good, but many times they don't care who they trample over to get that force. Um... Uh, to get justice, if that makes sense. So they kind of push everyone out of the way as they march down the street, um, heading off towards some distant area back behind you. I would stay well out of their way. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Definitely steer clear of that. Okay. Um, with that, you're able to make it all the way to your house without too much more issues. I'm assuming that Mwiri is just carrying Letta at this point, just to keep her out of range of anybody who might, like, any, any, you know, wayward feet where she might get caught up in a crowd or something. 
And uh, the entire time, Letta, like, like she clings to Miri a bit, um, but she keeps giving weird looks at Otto as if, like, she doesn't understand who he is or why he's there. Yeah, I, Otto would be trying not to pay too much attention to that because it would suck really bad. <laughs> so just focus on the task at hand. All right, so you guys make it to uh, your wife's house, which is a, a small, respectable, but small um, house. One story has uh, just two bedrooms, uh, a simple living room and a simple kitchen. Um, and uh, it's 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 in a crowded area, but it is its own building. Okay. Um, I would say a little... Why don't you why don't you go get your mummy and let her know that you're okay? Uh she kinda looks at you for a little bit and uh nods slowly and then kinda wiggles off of Muri and runs to the house and starts banging on the door, going, Mom Mom Um There's some commotion inside. And uh, the door opens, and um, you've never really described your wife. What 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 are her basic? Uh, what's basically what does she look like? Uh, let's say average to short, so like five two, five three, uh, long brown hair, um, darkish skin, like not necessarily brown, but uh, you know, Greek maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, simple dress, not employed. Brown eyes, and um, she uh, she opens up. She her face looks very uh, weary. Uh, Otto, you're familiar with this by now, but weary. Her face looks very haggard. Um, it's very clear that this woman has not been sleeping well for probably quite a long time, and uh, hasn't been eating as well as she should. Uh, not straight up starving, but definitely signs of malnutrition. Um, her clothes are, um, middle, I mean, decent clothing, but very old, decent clothing, uh, as if she's been wearing them for, for years. And, uh, she looks down and, uh, her mouth drops open and there's just about three or four seconds of silence as, uh, Letta just hugs her legs. And after about three or four seconds... Um, Otto, what is your wife's name? Anna. Anna collapses to her knees and flings her arms around Letta and just sobs. Um, and then like pulls her back and begins touching her face and saying, my baby, my baby. Oh my God, my baby. And then like pulls her back to her. Uh, Letta is also crying and not saying anything. Um, after what must be about a minute, um, she picks Letta up and kind of, uh, even though Letta's getting older, I mean, Letta's probably, what, eight now-ish? Seven. Seven? Yeah. yeah. So she's getting Seven. older, but uh, this this uh, uh, Anna still picks her up and kind of um, straddles her on her waist and then looks to you two and she says, you found her? Yeah, we... We caught a lead 
um, some criminal operations that we investigated and we found a series of, of Orvins there and we've tracked this one uh, back to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I cannot thank you enough. Two years. Two years, my baby. Actually, hmm? actually, you you can thank me enough because I have a proposition for you. I'm sorry. I don't have any gold to pay you. No, I have gold to pay you. And I would take home the last 10 gold that I have and give it to her and say that we're, we found all these children and there's a group of us that are thinking of starting a, an orphanage for a bunch of them. And we thought since you're, you're child's of age and um, I know that you are currently struggling to get by, don't ask how I know, <laughs> but we thought we might be able to offer you a position to help out and you wouldn't have to pay rent here anymore. I, I don't understand. You don't, you don't even know me. No, but I had a, I had a talk with Lita. And in in finding you, we we had to ask some questions here and there. So we know that. Uh, well, we know you're, you're a bit down on your luck, but you've raised a fine girl here. I'm sure you'll be able to help out. Anna looks at Lita, and Lita's just shrugging. Um, <laughs> like I don't have to talk. Roll me. Um, roll me a diplomacy check. Should I assist? Uh, sure, if you would like. Yeah, go for uh, it. Well, oh, damn it, I should have said it before. That's okay. What? 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 Uh, yeah. Well, I have enhanced diplomacy, but I probably should have put it on myself before giving the whole spiel. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, yeah, why don't I just uh, help out? <laughs> Um, is it a, is it a D10 or a D20? D20 and you have to get a DC of 10. Basically, you just roll your skill check and try and get above 10. So she goes first, right? Yeah, yeah she goes first and then if she succeeds, she add two to your roll. roll a regular D20? Uh-huh. Nothing added? Nope. No, with your... Well, yeah, your skill diplomacy. added. Your diplomacy. diplomacy. Oh, yeah. duh. Okay, my bad. Sorry. Um, I, I know it's in alphabetical order. Thank you. The question is, which letter is D come after? I don't know. Still, still working on that. Nice. So yeah, she rolled a twenty. Really? Okay. Yeah. Not a natural right. twenty, so, but it's a twenty. Add, add, I have a plus six to diplomacy, so I got a fourteen. Right. Uh, add two to your uh, your diplomacy check, Otto. My diplomacy sucks, so I got six. <laughs> oh, honey. Uh, do we do? Do you want to like trade me? Like I can get the diplomacy check with my twenty. No, well you can't do that. But um, that doesn't mean you Tell guys. You what, after she flatly rejects me, you can yeah. you can input your little pitch. Yeah, I can salvage. <laughs> I can salvage the situation Good, when nice. you get kicked out on your ass. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll say. So here's what happens. It's just like real life, Otto. You you give a, a heartfelt speech. However. Um, the as much as you're trying to ignore it, the pain that you're experiencing just standing in front of your wife and child and knowing that they don't know you 
and how much you love them. When she looks to Letta and Letta shrugs in that way of like, I don't know this guy. It, you can't contain a little bit of the falter there. Um, and, uh, she notices that you, you, you act kind of strangely and she goes, um, that's very generous, but I, I don't, I don't know you. Tell you what, this here is the person who's running the orphanage. How about you just have a quick word with her? Maybe she can explain it better than I can. I, um... I, I'm very grateful you found my daughter. Uh, but I, I don't understand what's going on. She's saying this to Muri. That is understandable. We had an orphanage once, and luck did not deal us a kind hand. It is... Something I would... Something of a labor of love, let's call it. I need help with children, and I'm looking for those who are able to raise fine children, as you have done so yourself. It is understandable should you wish to think about this proposition, and my door remains open to you for as long as you wish to think about it. I cast Enhanced Diplomacy on Weary. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Weary, you feel more confident all of a sudden. I forget what that does, but plus two. There you go. Um, So uh, she, she looks at you hesitantly and she says, and this is, I mean... Are you offering me a, a job? I don't understand exactly what you're offering here. It is a position, yes. I need someone to stay with the children. I'm pretty sure we'll be able to provide you with lodging and food as well, right? Correct. Um, that's very generous. And uh, Leda would say, um, "There, my friends are there, Mom. Roll me a diplomacy check plus two. Because it's oh, enhanced. Yeah. <laughs> roll, roll 20 again. You can do it. Oh, you! Oh, Why no. would you say that? <laughs> Why would you, Why would you that? do that to me? Natural one. <laughs> Why so would you do that to me? Next time, knock on wood, you yeah. do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? It's my fault. Sure, blame me. Who's the one who rolled the die here? <laughs> the virtual die. Yeah, yeah you had to sneak that out right as I pressed the button. That's awfully superstitious. <laughs> and yet, look where we are with my natural one. A whopping seven. So... Here's what happens. Oh, no. Anna thinks for a second, and her face begins to get more serious. And she says, I, uh, I appreciate the offer. 
And I'll be honest with you, I do not have a job at the moment. I, uh, been getting by on charity, and, uh, I don't even know who's giving it. But it's no way to raise a child. But, um, I need to be sure that you are not some sort of someone trying to trick me. So if you're serious about offering me a, a position, I, I know how to raise kids. I, I'm good at it, I think. I could be good. But 50 gold pieces up front. I need to know that this isn't just some sort of scam. Understood. Would you like to also visit where you would be working? It is not terribly far. Yes, I would. And if it's okay, I think I would like to ask a guard to accompany me, just so that I know it's safe. Of course, do as you will. I, uh... I would like some time with my daughter. Uh, can you tell me where you are and I'll come by in the morning? Absolutely. Um, where we'll give her the address. Okay. Uh, is anyone giving her 50 gold pieces? Does anyone have 50 gold pieces? I gave her all the 10. That, that's everything <laughs> I um, what was the What was the shared gold? Well, you, we haven't yeah, sold anything what yet. What was the shared currency you guys have right now? In coin, we got 50 silver, uh, sorry, 100 silver and 200 copper in straight coin. Uh, oh, there was 72 gold from uh, Arlen takes 40 GP. Why does it say that? <laughs> Because <laughs> Arlen, because Arlen, there were seventy-two 40, gold on the bodies. Pieces. It just says Arlen takes forty gold. Yeah. Um, so you also have, so here, here so 30. here's what you have on your list as far as like hard currency. You have uh, those gold coins you just mentioned. You also have um, a golden ingot worth a hundred gold. Uh, and then those silver coins and copper coins. Everything else is not in the form of money. You would have to sell it first. Okay. Just slap an ingot in her hand. Just be like, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not. Should you choose to accept the position, the money will be yours. And even if you do not, we will help you in any way you can. Or any way we can. Well, you you said, Otto, you said you had ten gold, right? I already already gave it it to her. her. Oh. I mean, does she want 50 in addition to the 10 I just gave her? I mean, we have no, 41. I mean, no, she's, she's, yeah, 40 would be... We, we have 41 gold left over. Why well, only count 39 plus the silver and the copper? But I mean, there I guess, seven what is it, 10? Oh, yeah. I deleted the 7 and added it to the other line just now. Yeah, so... Because so it, was, it was 72 and... 39 and plus the copper, or the silver is... Right, so is 10 silvers a gold? Yes. Uh, yes, 10 silver per gold. Oh, so that's... Five, ten. Like we're teenagers. Though, well, hang like on, hang on, hang on, though. Like, like, simple math here. If you guys have 39 gold pieces left, and Otto gave her 10, that's 49. Okay, so if I give her 39 and 10 silver, that's the 40 gold plus the 10 I gave her, and everybody's happy? I can, I can pilfer our monies? 
I mean, we got a lot more in vendor crap. We just got to sell it. <laughs> I do have some left over too from when I bought all my crap. So I just, I just, I would have to look and see how much it is. I don't think I kept track. I just know I have some left over. Uh, we can. We'll say this: is is everyone okay with giving over the other thirty nine gold? Yes. Because okay. if you are, <laughs> she's not going to haggle over like I said fifty. Not well, forty nine. Give her ten silver too. We got all that right, too. Okay, so okay. Um, our coin's gone. So your coin's gone. But she, uh, she, she takes a look at it as you give her. I mean, quite a lot of gold. Um, give me a second here, because um, Otto, you would know this. Give me a second. How much is rent over here? Uh, that's exactly what I'm going to go look for. So you're in um, North Point. Uh, rent in North Point. Um, for a house like this is, I'm sorry, Northgate or yeah. Um, you're looking at about for a house about sixty gold. So you basically just gave her a month's rent. Yeah, except I'm also telling her to freaking get stop renting. That's like the huge advantage here is you don't have to pay rent anymore. So she looks at that wide eyed. And then she goes, tomorrow morning, I'll be by to look. I will be expecting you. I can work hard. No, don't worry. There's no pressure. It's, it's very clear that giving her, actually giving her the money has made her rethink um, her suspicions a little bit. <laughs> if diplomacy fails, just go right to bribes. <laughs> Bribery. Well, I mean, she's also going to have to. She's also going to have to see the building and the crappy shape it's in. Sixty. Gold. You want to no. have kids in this? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So but just make her some of your stew and honey treats. It'll be fine. With yeah, that, uh-huh. she'll take Letta back in the house and close the door behind. Uh, Murray will will say goodbye to Letta before the door. Letta will wave happily to Murray and hesitantly to Otto. Okay, so once the door is closed and that's been resolved, Otto would look at Murray and say, "So, I, I kind of had other things on my mind, but how do you remember me exactly?" <laughs> Like, what's different here? Normally people would have forgotten me by now. Why do you ask me? Because... They all remember you. Well... They're not here. You're here. Yes, and I have no idea. I was afraid of that. All right. Now what? Back to the orphanage? See how uh, Trini is doing? Hmm. No, I have questions. Uh, she holds up the horror deck. Uh oh. Did you pull the bear? Beg your pardon? <laughs> the bear. That. The Never spray. mind. Yeah. Ah, you yeah, y- um... y- you are making a joke. Well, because Xanthia pulled bear for both of. Anyway. Moving on. <laughs> All right, so uh, you guys are going to head down towards uh, Otto. You're going to go with her to uh, Zarellas. 
Oh, you had questions for her. I thought yeah. you, you had questions for me. I was like, uh oh, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's go. Is let's go this find your out. Your car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's the bear. Okay, yeah. No, let's go find out. I'm okay. done with that. Um. So you guys start heading that direction. It's actually quite a long walk, as you'll remember. It's it's um down all the way over here near the markets. <clears throat> It's still highlighted, in fact. It is indeed. Um, so we'll move over to Amelia real quick. Amelia. Oh, boy. Where doth your family live? Your family being your mom. We live in the dumps. Old Corvosa. Got it. Because I don't think it matters where your father lives at the moment. So we'll just focus on... No, not really. <laughs> we'll focus on the mom. Um, so uh, now, now to give a... Hang on. Let me Let me... Find another picture for you guys. Uh, you have a picture of her mom? No. Um, Not yet. I do have a picture <laughs> of what the the front of old Corvosa looks like. Um, and I want to okay. see if this is so. Because here's the thing I, I need to I need to make clear or apparent is that um, old Corvosa, where my arrow points, the front towards the bridges is the poorest part of town. And you can even see how many things are packed together there. Mm-hmm. As you get further back in Corvosa, things get better. But there's still, I mean, most of this island is low income. There is some, like this is pretty fancy. There's some, towards the back here, there's some fancy uh, things. There's a, there's a sword school, I think, right around here. Um, so there are some nice things here. But most of this is poor housing. And this is... Well, I'll show you a picture. Again, I'm going to throw it in roll 20 for you guys. It is... Ghetto doesn't even begin to describe it. It is ramshack uh, shanties with um, makeshift buildings built on top of it. Most of these are like single-room hovels. Um, And it's also the birthplace of the shingles because this is where the shingles were born. Uh, Wow, I just said a circular sentence. Um... Because, uh, people, yeah, people would build on top of the old houses when they had nowhere else to go. And in time, uh, you see like the tents on top, those are the shingles, which is a, like a city unto itself, the roadways on top of the buildings. And while. Seems like a very tense situation. No. Shut the fuck up. Minus 200 XP. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta take away your spells. (laughs) Um. So, uh, um, so where, like, do you, is your, your mom and you living there, like in the hovels? Is it a little bit better than that, but still in old Corvosa? Uh, a little bit better. It's gotten a little hard since it's just me and her now paying rent. Right. But, um. So maybe back towards the, uh, um. Yeah, it's a little closer to the, the middle of. Old Corvosa. So, like, around Jaeger Street? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, most likely, your mom would be living in a townhouse, which is a, a small apartment butted up against several other apartments. Um, yes. So, you make it back to your home? Mm-hmm. And? Um, she's gonna go in, because she lives there, too, and she would, like, to inform her mother that she is not, in fact, dead, and also may have found a way to make money and also figure out what the hell's going on with revenge scenarios. 
Huh? <laughs> Wait, what? With revenge scenarios? Yes. Okay. Sure, yeah. Well, let's handle this in character then, because so many questions. Um, yes. First things first, describe your mom. What does she look like? Um, a little old lady. Actually, no, she's not all that old at all. Um, Ilda is, um, a woman in her, like, mid-40s, early to mid-40s. Um, she is weathered, but she's still very much, like, it, it's obvious that she had, she was a very beautiful young woman, but she's, with stress and age and working night and day, it has aged her a bit. Um, she once had the same color hair as Amelia, just very dusty blonde, and now it's very, very riddled with gray. There's still a few streaks of the blonde there, but it's mostly just gray. And she has um, gray eyes, and she's about 5'8 or so, uh, medium build. It's clear that she works. Um, she's not necessarily malnourished, but she has, there's no fat reserves on her, that's for sure. Got it. What does she do day in and day out? Like, what is her income? Um, it's pretty much anything that she can get her hands on. She does a lot of, um, maid work or, like, uh, servicing at taverns, things like that. Just anything and everything that she can get her hands on. Got it. Okay. Uh, so as you come in, you hear her in the small kitchen, uh, just kind of banging away, probably cooking something or cleaning. And, uh, she'd hear the door open and you'd hear, uh, where have you been? Um, I, I, I was out, um, just, just taking care of things. Um, and she uh enters in and kind of glances around did you um did you perhaps get my um my my letter i got your letter and uh she comes out and she's wearing like a an old apron and she uh kind of she's got like soapy hands and she puts them on her hips and she says you could have just come and told me I, 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 I would have, I would have, I, I, I promised, I just, it was, it was, it was really, really important. She, I'm sorry. She sighs and she goes, Amelia, I worry about you. I know. I know, there, there's no reason to, though. I, every, everything is fine. That's, she gets very quiet. That's what your sister used to say. And then she goes back well, into the kitchen. Well, well, I mean it. I, I've, um, I, I think I've made friends. And the noises stop in the kitchen. 
like dead stop. <laughs> um, they're they're very nice. Um, I, I mean, I I don't know if they necessarily consider me a friend, but they 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 helped me and um were were all um. Uh, working very hard towards a common goal, so I, I think that that can be considered friends of a sort. Common goal? What common goal? Who are you um, getting mixed up with now? Nothing. Uh, well, something. It's they're going to help me find out what happened. Happened. Amelia, we've talked about this. I lost one daughter. I don't want to lose another on some foolish... They're dangerous people, Amelia. I know that. You're you're, you're not going to lose me, I promise. I just, I, I can't... Let him get away with this. He's hurt so many people, Mother. So many people. He can't just be allowed to continue this. I can't just stand by knowing that that Murderer is just waltzing free. While Annika, she's... And she starts to, um... Fight back tears for what seems like the billionth time. Um, your mom, who hasn't actually come out to face you from the kitchen yet, Mm -hmm. is quiet for a while, and then she says from the kitchen, Amelia... That is what the city guard is for. They're trained for this kind of thing. You're just a girl. And they haven't done anything, have they? (sighs) She's silent. She doesn't have an answer for that. Do you know what I did last night, Mother? I saved people. An entire house filled with children, slaves, just, (laughs) you should have seen it. It was the worst conditions a child could be thrown into. They had one hanging over a pit with a crocodile in it. (laughs) Crocodile? I don't under... You found children? They? Yes. they? People that are working with Gideon. Gadrian, sorry. are going to get yourself killed. Are you trying to make me lose my last daughter? No, mother. You're running into a building full of murderers. Yes, and my friends helped me. Friends. I'd like to meet these friends. She's 
going to kind of laugh, and it's it's a very nervous laugh, and she goes, well, considering apparently they want us to live with them. What? It's The children that were in the building, they're orphans. They have nowhere to go, and apparently one of them had an orphanage at one point. Well, technically she still has it, but she's Every, all of them just seem intent on rebuilding it and and taking care of the kids. And they offered us a place to stay. How much gold? They didn't ask for any. Just work. She comes out of the kitchen. Are you... You're serious? I mean, they certainly seems to be. It's... it's. I, I didn't say that I would take it. I'm not an idiot, Amelia, mother. Amelia, you never listened to me, but I've never known you to lie to me. Please don't start now. Are you serious? I'm not lying, mother. They offered us... Shelter and and food and jobs and I don't I don't know how serious they are I don't I don't know if they intend to go through with this I don't even know if they have the capacity to but they seemed very intent. So out of character, real quick. Yes, Amelia, you're you're a mother. Would you describe her as a hard woman? Do you see her cry a lot? I mean, how does she typically act around you? She is certainly not a hard woman. Um, She, for the most, she for most of her life has put on a very brave face, but it's also... She's also kind of a melancholy person in that she's led a very hard life and it shows, but mm-hmm. she doesn't often cry. Got it. Um, she backs up against the wall and kind of sinks to the floor crying, which is an unusual sight for you. She, she shakily puts her hand into her apron and pulls out a letter. Amelia uh, kneels down in front of her. The contagious crier that she is starting to cry as well (laughs) and takes the letter. Uh, It's a notice of eviction. Your mom would usually tell you the rent is handled, she's taking care of it, she's got this job or that job. But it's very clear that she may not have been as well off as you thought, and even that wasn't much. But it's a notice of eviction. When were you going to tell me this? I didn't know how to tell you. Didn't know Words. What to do. Words would have been nice. 
And she, she's just, like, bawling her eyes out now. And she hugs her mother to her. Oh, she'll hug you back. Let's skip over to Otto and Weary. Um, right, just, quick. just so you guys know, I'm 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 putting in my Academy Award nomination right now. Oh, <laughs> Flack's only been in for a little bit of time, but that's very uh, very generous. <laughs> I'm sure he'll love it. Um, Flack, um, do good, <laughs> Flack so, actor. So, so what were her <laughs> points again? Hero points are things that, uh, yes, um, I was actually thinking about that. This is a perfect, perfect time to introduce it. So hero points are points that I give out when I think players have done um, excellent things, either excellent role-playing or um, made excellent decisions, i.e., like, you made a really, really smart call and paid off and it was worth it, it was awesome, or even just... You did dangerous, heroic, awesome things. Um, just whatever. Like ju- like jumping into a lake with a crocodile? Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. It's okay. Go on. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, yeah, dumb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No. Um, uh, but uh, basically, I, I give those out um, sparingly. And uh, they can, well, basically they can be exchanged by players at any time to either give themselves an advantage or give an opponent a disadvantage. And all that means is that if you roll a d20 for something, for anything, a skill check, an attack, whatever, anything besides damage, um, you can re-roll. You basically can roll the dice twice and take the better outcome or force someone else to roll the dice twice and take the worse outcome. And Amelia, you, you get yourself a... A hero point for that. For my contagious crying. Yep, for oh your boy. contagious crying. <laughs> um, real quick, Arlen, you doing good? I know what you're doing, but are you doing good over there? Yeah, yeah, just tinkering and messing around, doing stuff. Good, good. Just want to make sure you're good. You're uh, you're undisturbed, but that's kind of the point. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Most people don't remember this place even exists, so. Yeah, that's why I have, you know, my own secret entrance and exit. Is, mm-hmm. is your lab cursed too? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, Arlen's lab is on one of the top floors <laughs> of the Black Hall. Um, and uh, it's a place that people rarely go. And it's kind of her own little private sanctum. Um, yeah. they, uh, a lot of people in the uh, university forgot about it. And so... It's actually written in the Corvosa uh, guidebook that people hear like footsteps, and so they think there are ghosts up there. Well, yeah, it's basically it's it's it's, it's a rumor. <laughs> so you're the Phantom of the Academy. Yeah, yeah, it's rumored that the Black Hall Academy <laughs> is haunted, but no one's ever found any ghosts or anything of that nature. So, do, do you wear a mask? It's just me. <laughs> no, do I don't. Do you sing? Do you sing opera? Uh, I, I while, while you're don't hammering on things. sing opera, but I do sing little songs to myself. You know, I'm working on my weapons, gonna make my new tools. You know. Do you have a thing for chandeliers? Yeah. She's like hammering on an item. The Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> uh, you know, only only on Sundays. Um, okay. Only on Sundays. You know, and, uh, and only if it's occasion. if it's along to a videotape or an audio cassette tape version. Excuse that me. That I stole Excuse from me. my mom. It's... 
<laughs> Excuse me. It's a, oh, actually, no, it is called Sunday. It's the only day of the week that is the same as actual day. It's is a Sunday. <laughs> you got moon day, tolly day, well day, oath day, fire day, star day, and Sunday. I guess they got lazy on the last one. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, sure. we don't have legitimate. any more celestial bodies to name days yeah, of the yeah, week yeah, after. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. But, but, um, but I only, you know, sing along with Phantom of the Opera on the tape that I stole from my mom, and then my gosh darn brother stole it from me. Yeah. Look, all right, we don't have to air all that laundry out that I probably could sing half the Phantom of the Opera from memory, all right? <laughs> Dude, same. Um, um, proof for it didn't happen, thanks. Uh, as God quietly moves on, <laughs> uh, Ireland is tinkering away in her workshop. Uh, we're going to swing back to Weary and Otto as you, uh, it's getting, uh, around mid-afternoon at this point, um, as you approach, uh, Zellera's house. Um, it's still a simple one room, uh, or, you know, very small shack. Um, the door is closed when you go to it. Uh, when you go inside, however... I, I knock first, because I'm oh. not a heathen. Oh, I was going to say, shouldn't we, like, just, you know, see if anything's happening around here first? But sure, we can just oh. knock. We can knock. Sure. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, My I'm bad. just going to kick I the should, door down. I should not assume right such in. things. Um, <laughs> nothing beyond the usual tension is going on right now. Um, you'll notice that the marketplace, which is actually just below the house over here. This is a, a, a very big marketplace called, um, I think it's called the Golden Square. Um, actually, hang on a second. Let me get that right. It is called one second uh, Eodrid Square. No, wait, I'm sorry, that's the wrong thing. I'm looking at the wrong thing completely. Yeah, um, Eodrid's like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. No, you know what? Uh, I'll, I'll 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 worry about that later. Um, but it is um oh yeah no it is Eodrid Square. So anyway, it's quieter than usual. And um, nothing really going on around the house. It's the same as when you saw it before. Okay, where he's going to knock on the door. Oh, Gold Market. It's called Gold Market. Sorry, it was driving me nuts. It's called Gold Market. Um, well, now we know. Yeah, so you knock on the door, no answer. Do you want to kick it in or should I? Um, I'm going to look wait. in the windows first. Maybe we could see if the doorknob works. There are no windows. <laughs> yeah, there aren't any windows, remember, because we couldn't air out the uh, uh, front room. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, there's no windows. Okay. Is the door do locked? I, um, uh, this would probably be more of an auto question. Do you smell any of that weird smoke? Nope. Auto do I do smell not. any of that weird smoke? Nope. Is the door locked? It is not. It swings open just fine. I open the door and gesture my hand for Miri to go first. Not because I'm a coward, but because I assume there's nothing going on in here. It's probably empty. Um, um, Weary is going to peer into the house. You see a um, a house that is nothing like what you saw before. Uh, give me a second here. Great, now we're forgetting houses. <laughs> the curse is spreading. It's spreading! <laughs> uh, okay, 
sorry, I'm just scrolling down to a little something here. Um, so that I can give you the exact details instead of just kind of firing from the hip here. Because it's somewhat important, you know. Yeah, who do you think you are, Isaac? Alright, um, so, when you, ret- when you enter the house, you find the home completely abandoned, um, and showing clear signs of having been empty for weeks. There's no sign of the food, no sign of the wall hangings, the rug, or even Zeller herself, none of it can be found. The furniture, the, the chairs and the table are in pieces scattered throughout the room and under a thick layer of dust disturbed only by the footprints um, that you yourselves left on your prior visit. Well, that's somewhat disconcerting. What do you think, Miri? You talk with a ghost or what? Perhaps. Or perhaps a ghost's son. With that, Miri, you feel the horror deck on your person grow warm. Not uncomfortably warm, just warm. Um, we will take it out. As you take it out, an image of Zellera appears in front of you. Um, both of you roll me a knowledge religion, please. God, I'm a cleric. I'd better get a good roll on this. <laughs> Hey, I'm an oracle. I mean, come on. Knowledge, religion. I keep mixing up skills and spells. <laughs> Spell, religion. Oh, natural 20. Oh, here's your natural 20. Where was that <laughs> before, man? There you fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 16. Okay. Both of you can tell that this is uh, a spell you're, you're familiar with, at least you've seen before. Um, it's called a major image it allows a person to manifest a an illusion of pretty much any shape they desire that is almost indistinguishable from the real thing um an image of zellera appears in front of you and she says welcome back i uh assume you have many questions that's putting it mildly. I, uh, I, for first, I apologize for misleading you. Um, what I told you was true. My son was killed by Gadrian and his hand sent to me as a sign, a warning. But when I first used my Haro deck, they showed me the same fishery I told you about, and I went there myself uh, a few weeks ago and was obviously not as successful as you. Why would you go there alone? He killed my boy. How is it you are talking to me now? I, um... I never had much magical talent, but I had a little, and what little I had was all devoted to my horror deck. 
Thirty years I used this deck and slowly seeped magic into it to help me give readings. And it would seem that when I was, she hesitates, murdered, my, I guess my ghost, my soul, whatever this is, was still attached to the deck, still is attached to the deck. I, I have some power to create illusions, like I used the night you met me, and I can give you horror readings that can truly see into your future, not like many claim to. From time to time, I can be of help to you. I'm sorry I misled you, but I can still help you find him. I'll accept help from anyone, living or dead, if you have information. You are forgiven, child. Thank you. I appreciate your understanding. Um, I am linked to the deck you hold in your hands. As long as you keep it with you, I will be with you. I see. And should trouble arise, and should your help be required, how do I reach you? Uh, give me a second, and I will tell you. She says in a magical voice. <laughs> I didn't realize you were so melodic. Uh, she sounds a lot more cheerful suddenly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> for being do, dead, do, she's do, awfully do, happy. Do. I'm trying to actually find the uh, actual stats for it. Now I could be a total jerk here and say what happens if we like separate the deck and give part of it to each of us and really complicate the issue, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Make your life miserable. You just hear <laughs> screaming in your mind. <laughs> oh! uh, let's see here. Sorry, guys. Bear with me. I will get you the information, but apparently I'm having trouble finding the page. Where are you just drunk shuffling the cards? <laughs> She's only got two fingers and a thumb, all right? She does the best she can. <laughs> I'm sorry, was that a little too you close? Don't, you yeah. Don't, you I need five fingers to shuffle. I don't know how to shuffle any other way. Thanks. <laughs> That's still better than I could ever do shuffling. Well, no, do you know what drunk shuffling is? <laughs> Probably what I do. Yeah, you just, like, and... you throw them on the table and you mix them up with both hands. Yeah, that's drunk shuffling. Yeah, and then you just slap them into a, a, a deck formation again. Yeah. Nice. You have to gently right. tap them until they're rectangular again. Um, so, here's, 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 and I'll say this out of character, but she kind of gives you a description of what she can do. Um... Anyone who uh, so anyone who holds the deck, um, Zellera can sense the world around the deck via sight and sound. Um, the deck itself is considered an intelligent magical item. Uh, she being the intelligence of it, um, she can communicate with anyone who holds the deck via empathy. 
she can create a major image once per day as what she's doing right now. Often doing so to generate an image of herself, manipulating the cards. Um, in this manner, she can carry on conversations with other creatures in common or Verician. She can also cast Identify uh, for anyone who holds one of the cards of the deck to his or her forehead as a move action up to three times a day. Um, so you can cast basically three Identify spells a day by using that horror deck. Um, and Identify spells are used to identify magical items and effects that you don't know. Okay. Um, hang on one second. So, and she'll also tell you that um, her goal, her purpose now, more so than just catching Gideon, is to protect her city that she loves, that she spent her whole life in, Quervosa. And to this end, from time to time, and she'll let you know when uh, she has the ability to do so, she can perform powerful horror readings, like the one that she did that night for you. Uh, these... Um, and these horror readings actually have the potential to give you glimpses of your past, present, and future. That sounds extremely useful. She also then says, But please be aware that I can suppress my powers at any time if I feel that you are not acting in the best interest of the city and the people I love. Understood. Child, your soul should not linger here so long. When your task is done, you should move on. There is unrest. Evil. I can feel it. More than just revenge. There's something coming. I will stay. Until Corvosa, my home, is safe. Do you know that the king is dead? I heard. I've heard everything that has transpired while Muri has held my deck. I Any think that it is... particular th- thoughts on that? I think it is troubling, but honestly, I never really concerned myself with nobility. But I think what you're trying to do with the children is noble. Huh. Never really considered myself noble. Thanks, though. She'll nod and she'll say, um, have we met? <laughs> um, Weary will sigh. You have. He is cursed. I see. Even uh, ghosts. Even ghosts. <laughs> I apologize. I did not mean to offend. I simply have no memory of you. No, it's not your fault. You will likely be introduced to him many times. A powerful curse, indeed. Hmm. Perhaps it is lucky I pick your cards. Yes, if it is true that I am fated to forget you, it might be best if you do not hold me. Indeed. That's perfectly fine with me. She nods and she says, Then I grow weary and must rest. Yes, rest now, child, and we shall care for you. And with that, her image dissipates. And you are left in an abandoned house with broken furniture. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, Moiré straightens the cards neatly and um, uh, puts them back in one of her pockets. Is there any of that, like, incense left? No, it was all illusion. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> Everything, the food, the drink, the tables, the incense, all illusion. Oh, that food I like to think that illusion. we were all just kind of standing around, like, not even sitting at a table, just standing around, like, <laughs> Otto's making the motions of eating, but there's yeah. nothing actually no. there. You're, you mm, are the so delicious air. On. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I figured. <laughs> Until Weary actually hands him food, and then he's like, oh, real food. Yeah. <laughs> Actual cookies. Yeah, it should also be noted that the food you ate gave you the impression of being filling, but it did not actually provide you any sustenance. So, like, it's like... Uh, uh, That's why I was so hungry at breakfast. <laughs> It's like it's like Chinese food. You're hungry like an hour later, which is not true. <laughs> I know. Are you I saying Chinese food time. is an illusion? Huh? Are you saying Chinese food is an illusion? Yes. <laughs> That's creepy. Get your money there back. There is no lo mein. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you guys are uh, in the abandoned house. What would you like to do now? It's I don't know. starting home. to get towards late afternoon. Yeah, probably go home. Um, I should probably check on the kids at some point. Okay. Um, yeah, we should make sure Trinia's okay. So you guys start heading back up that direction. Uh, Amelia, what are you doing? Um, hopefully the cry fest is over. Um, yeah, it would last for 30, for 45 minutes. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> no, there'd be there'd be like you you would both kind of get over it. You're almost there, and then someone would see the letter or something, and then they'd start, and then that would make <laughs> the other one start again. Feedback loop, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody tries to make a joke to make it lighthearted, and you start laughing, and then start crying immediately after that. Uh huh. Pretty much, yeah. Which but- again. You know, your mom, this is probably the most um, humanity, not humanity, that sounds horrible, most Ugh. unguarded your mother has been around you in a very long time. Like I mean, the- considering she's probably been hiding this several eviction notes behind my back for God's know how long. Yeah, Maybe, like, that's, that's part of why you guys start crying is she'll pull out another... <laughs> And another, and another, and Amelia's like, Mom! <laughs> you could have told me! Uh, so, okay, so, uh, you guys, you guys finally recover. Yeah, um, finally, uh, Amelia just kind of, uh, has settled down next to her mother with her back against the wall and goes, I am, ah. Uh, <laughs> I suppose it can't hurt to um, introduce you to my friends, then. These friends, these people. Daughter, I I know you have trouble getting along with others. They're nice people. Amelia thinks on it for a moment and says, They... 
are they they really are and incredibly unusual but yes they they've been very kind and it's almost like she's like really taking it in for the first time like everything that's transpired and everything that's been said okay uh she's quiet for a while and um she says well it can't hurt i mean i don't have any other plans i mean i don't i don't I had no idea what I was going to do. And she starts again. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, but you kind of, like, dried out this time. So it's more like a, a little bit of sobbing and then mm-hmm. recovering. Because, yeah, you're you're all running on empty at this point. And then she yeah, goes... The tear ducts just hurt at this point. Um, and, uh... <laughs> Roll me a perception check, please. Oh boy. Give me a second. Um So your house has a few windows, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the front. You guys are in the front room. You see about this time, um, you haven't really been paying attention to much else besides your mom, understandably. See is about there a this, goblin outside my window? There is a green goblin head with tears streaming down its face. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like, its little fingers, uh, flax little fingers, like, it's resting its chin on its hands on, like, on the on windowsill. And it just has, like, the biggest eyes and tears just running down its face. Got them ghibli tears going. Oh my goodness. The walls of your house are very thin. <laughs> uh, it's not a sturdy thing. Um, Amelia looks up and goes, Flack, I told you to go back. Uh, there's a, like a shock, ah! and like a crash as like he <laughs> kind of like falls backwards and you hear like a mouse squeal um, as it looks like maybe he fell or stepped on something. Uh, and then there's like just a crash outside. And then, um, paws running away. <laughs> and your mom looks at you and goes, what? Was that? What was that? Oh my god. Um. Amelia sighs and goes, that was, um, one of my friends. I suppose. She just looks at you. You. I think I really should meet your friends, dear. Um. Because well, I I know I've been crying a lot, and my vision's not the best, but. They looked, well, maybe they're sick? He's a goblin. Oh, what? 
he he's a very nice goblin, though. He he was bringing the children um sweets what? when we when we found <laughs> it's it's a very long story. I'll I'll tell you about it later. But let's um um let's let's just um finish finish god what time is it right now um it's late afternoon it's getting towards like the sun's beginning to start to touch the horizon it's probably been uh it's probably around say seven or eight in the evening now all right um so she'll turn to her mother and say why why don't we um finish up the kitchen um have something to eat and um uh we can uh maybe go after that or maybe we should just go we should just go in the morning uh of, of course if you think that's best come on let's there's food at least and uh you'll both go and make uh make dinner um so we'll say, Mary, Otto, you get back um, right around sunset. However, Arlen, you get back first, actually. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, you're getting back right as the sun's dipping into the horizon. So yeah, it's still late summer, you know. I, I think it's uh, – actually, I also have to make an amendment. I think I said somewhere like around October-ish. You guys are actually in like mid to late July. Is when this time period is. Okay. So, um, so it's late summer, but so the sun's starting to really hit sunset. So it's a little bit after eight, and you guys all went your separate ways around ten in the morning. So, um, you get back there, and uh, you, <laughs> I imagine there's this door that's completely unnecessary, <laughs> but it's still there. <laughs> um, so you walk through the useless door, and what you see is. Um, the kids are gathered around in like a, a semicircle around, um, Triana, who's sitting on the floor, cross-legged with the head of Flack in her lap. Um, Toby's uh, over on a wall somewhere grooming himself. And you just hear like Flack is like bawling and like all the children are listening intently and Flack's just like, and then. She pulled out another piece of paper. Flack, Flack doesn't know what paper it means, but is her crying again? Oh my god! And uh, the the children seem enthralled by this tale. Triana's just kind of like stroking Flack's ears soothingly. Arlen will kind of like, never realized paper was so mean. <laughs> see this, and then uh, they kind of look around, and then kind of walk the other way. <laughs> uh, Triana would notice you and look up and say, "Oh, Arlen, welcome back." Oh, uh, um, hi, hi, Triana. Uh, looks like you know you guys were in the middle of a, a story time or something, so. I, I was just gonna, uh, yeah, or something. Yes. I I was just gonna, you know, go go see if there was maybe some cloth or something I could use uh, somewhere to make as a makeshift roof. 
Hopefully, oh. rain or something. Well, if you need some help, I'm sure the children need some exercise. Uh, sure. Let's. Uh, we can. We can make it into a uh, scavenger hunt. Let's see if uh, you know there's some kind of first person to find a big tarp or cloth or something. Uh, will get. Um, and she kind of flips around and. She's like, uh, weren't there honey candies? Right? I think. So the first yes, person who finds a tarp a gets a candy. The children, like, jump up and just start running every direction. A lot of them out of the house. Um, <laughs> uh, no, 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 come back. I mean, it has to be in the uh, house. Too late. Too late. <laughs> they are gone. <laughs> Um, so. some hear you and stay, but many others are just gone. Um, Triana kind of goes up to you like, uh, you know, she moves flack off her, her lap gently and comes to you and she says, thank you. I, this is going to sound unkind, but they've been working every day, all day for two years. And this is the first day they've been able to rest all day. They are used to, they are bouncing off the walls. She looks like she looks like um uh, about ten years old. No, she she looks like she's been having a a, a tough day. Yeah, uh, I I I could imagine that. Um, maybe we can try to set up some kind of normal exercise and like teaching them a skill or reading and writing kind of time, like a, a school or something. That's an excellent idea. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, about that conversation we had a little earlier, mm-hmm. uh, I might need you to help me point out, um, well, I kind of forgot part of it. No, but- absolutely. I When they come back, I will... Uh, Kind of point them out and, and let you know who. Thank you. No but anyway, uh, let's find a tarp or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, you begin helping the children find a tarp. Roll me a, a D100, actually, please. Arlen rolled a 32. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Low is good, right? Low is good. Low is All good. All right. Um, after about 15 minutes, four kids come running down the street, dragging what looks to be like a tent canvas. <laughs> Very large canvas behind them, and they are just grinning from ear to ear. They know they've won. <laughs> um and uh, wow. they just bring it up to you, and it's a large... They said they found it in a uh, a dump heap of a few streets down. It's very dirty. Okay, good. Um, uh, it's got garbage and things like that on it, um, but it's intact. There's not that, a single hole on it. It's just very old and frayed. That was going to be Arlen's first uh, a question, was you didn't take this from anybody, right? So... Since. No, no, what? No, it was in an alley somewhere under a bunch of trash. Uh, uh, Sammy went running through it. Not Sammy. Uh, <laughs> sorry, 
my mind. I'm not good with names. The kid points to like they point to a little kid with a shock of red hair, and he's very small, and he's picking his nose at the moment. And he he can crawl through anything. <laughs> well, as long as you didn't get you know stuck or uh, uh, damaged by anything. All right, so I'm gonna do a cool little magic trick, but not really a magic trick. So everybody stand back. Everyone stands back, and this is about the time that Muri and Otto uh, come in. So you come in right around the time Arlen's saying, all right, everyone stand back. I'm going to do a magic trick, but not really magic. <laughs> so she pulls out her little uh, uh, prestidigitation kit and uh, sets her little uh, tiny miniature robots to cleaning and mending the tarp. So... All right, so these tiny little um, robots, like, do you want to describe them? What do they look like? Tiny little devices. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, all different size and shapes. There's one that's kind of like a little spider. It's got six legs. And then um, something cobbled together. With, Spiders have eight legs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it only has six, you know, because I didn't have quite enough parts. <laughs> um, imagine kind of like uh, Toy Story with the little cannibal toys in Skid's room, you know, where it was like a pair of legs and like a fishing pole cobbled together, things like that. Got it. So, a little creepy. But got <laughs> well, it. I mean, you know, just little, little robots made with so whatever they, they, bits uh... and junk. And Otto runs into the room and says, back everyone, more giant spiders. Don't worry, I'll take care of it. <laughs> it's like no wait no they're not they're not real they're just robots you know and like picks one up and like winds it up and it's like see it's it's my little like brush cleaning robot and picks one winds it up and it's got like a little spinning brush that just uh sets it down and just runs over the tarp and like brushes up dirt and stuff like that and yeah little spider one with all the legs it's actually like using its different legs to sew up a little hole Wow, that's that's really interesting. Not magic? No, no. You know, it's it's not magic. It's just mechanics and gears and little. You know, you are a blacksmith. I'm sure you've seen little uh, like animatronic, you know, clockwork type items. We didn't make clocks, but we just made armor. <laughs> But you've seen... I've never seen anything like this. Okay. <sighs> well, that just but means I, you're boring. <laughs> but I but I promise not to kill your giant Please pet Please don't spiders. step on them. Probably. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, it takes about 15, 20 minutes, and the tarp is uh, almost looking brand new. Very cleaned. Uh, you find that the fabric itself is frayed a bit, but uh, with the repairs and the, the cleaning, it's it's very serviceable. It's a dull beige color. Well, that won't do. Um, and Arlen kind of looks around and, and uh, asks, uh, is uh, Murray back? Is there any, like, paints or dyes or something? We've got to paint this. You know, make it fun. 
Mary, you are back. You're at the orphanage, Les. Uh, okay. She, she's talking to you. Is there oh. any, like, I don't know, black potatoes that we can use for dye and some... Sure, we could get Ugh. some beets. <laughs> what, like, what would you use? Like, black potatoes for, like, a purple dye and beets for a red dye and, um... You got any Sharpies? Indigo. Indigo for blue. Yeah. You know. She's looking at you with this blank look on her face. <laughs> like, any kind of coloring stuff make it look fun? It's charcoal? Have the kids draw, like... Maybe you should describe the color of your attire. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she's she's there continues to be like no like there there's there's no expression on her face. <laughs> Given that half of it is covered in fluff, I mean. Can can we make it metal colored? How would we make it metal-colored? You're the magician. You tell me. Uh, I'm not a magician. This entire time, um, Triana is standing behind Arlen with her arms crossed, just tapping her foot. Uh, I was waiting for that. And, and Arlen kind of talks to the kids and is like, there's somebody behind me, isn't there? Yes. <laughs> uh, do I want to know who it is? Yes. Am I probably gonna no, be in- no, 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 no. <laughs> Am I probably gonna be in trouble? I feel like I'm gonna be in trouble. You just hear one voice. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just ignore the artist in the room <laughs> and ask the cook. <laughs> Trina says with a uh, uh, a mischievous grin on her face. <laughs> See, you Is hear, anybody here an artist? Hear, you, anybody you at all? You <laughs> sort of drift towards the kitchen almost protectively, like, and just sort of stations herself over where you know the vegetables are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Food, not die. For not die. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do with my beets? <laughs> you savage. <laughs> well, that's where the Triana red dye says, comes from, right? Uh, Triana says after a while, uh, as the kids go, like, go, like point to Arlen and go, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Triana says, I may not have a lot of skills, but colors? I have colors. <laughs> and she says, Come on, kids. And she, like, takes two or three and uh, disappears. And she says, we'll be back in a few minutes, she says to Muri. And um, <clears throat> true to her word, a few minutes later, she uh, she obviously, her her, her, her hovel in the, the um, uh, shingles is not very far at all. Um, she comes back carrying um, small little containers, probably about the size of a... Of a little, like, uh, like a medicine bottle. About that size. And, uh, she's got about five or six in her hands. The kids are each having two or three themselves. And they come back in and, uh, they're all different colored paints. And she's carrying, like, a lot of brushes. And, um, she goes, arts and crafts time. 
kids start going crazy. I mean, like, I don't think I really need to describe. I'm pretty sure everyone that lives can pretty much envision the scene that takes place next as children from the ages of, say, 6 to 12 begin jumping for the paintbrushes in uh, Triana's hands and grabbing the containers of paint and beginning to uh, draw masterpieces upon the tarp. These are all arts and crafts, God. <laughs> um, you, you, you seem weary, sort of, like, can't her head to the side like she's listening to something, and she sort of sighs and says, if you must, and the, uh, the huge stone beehive just sort of erupts to life, um, as, as bees come pouring out, and they are fascinated with the paint. And and they start they you you start to get multicolored bees as they're like walking through it and and their tiny little bee footprints are just kind of all over everything. <laughs> Very cool. Congratulations, everyone! In just a few sessions, we have gone from killing dangerous criminals to bees painting a circus tarp. Yep. Yep. We did it. We won <laughs> we the finally... internet. <laughs> We finally set the tone for this podcast. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to say for probably the next hour or so, uh, unless someone stops them, the kids are just going to paint every square inch of that tarp every color of the rainbow. There's no rhyme or reason to it. There's just a very, very bright, colorful tarp. Very cool. And you also have about... Uh oh! All of the kids covered in different colors of paint. Uh, Arlen's like rainbow freckles going on. Arlen's like I think there's twelve kids. Look at my notes here. So yes, yeah, so um, twelve of them. Uh, when the painting is done, um, Weary will stand up, and she's she's been gathering a couple things while the kids are kind of going crazy. She's got um a couple spools of of fishing line and a, like a a jar of sardines and um, these big metal hooks that are about three inches long. And she says, come children, we will go to the wharf now. Oh, like the, 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 the uh, atmosphere in the room just dies. <clears throat> that, that, that's, as the kids just go. That's not my <laughs> fault. It's not my fault. That colored. <laughs> I was just trying to like make it rain. You know, so we don't have rain on our heads. Make it not you rain on our heads. Come with. You are helping. Come with. Oh man. Um, she she directs you. She directs you to like a storage bin. Um, and inside there are some kind of ratty towels. <laughs> um. I have a question. No. For who? All of you that okay. are there. I thought you're God. Don't you know everything? Well, not from when it comes from the player's (laughs) point of view. Uh, Do any of you paint anything? And what if you do? I used to paint watercolors. Wait, you mean on the canvas? No, I mean on the tarp. On the canvas, yeah. Do you. Yeah, does Mary herself join the revelry? (laughs) No. Uh, You know how hard it is to get paint out of feathers? No. (laughs) So Arlen draws like the. uh, uh, just like a forest scene, you know, uh, a big, 
and uh, like one really big tree with kind of like a door in it. And uh, some little uh, animal, like a, a, a fox outside of the uh, outside of the tree. Do you draw some Keebler elves in the windows? No. <laughs> no. Otto would be uh, I don't know, sad sword, but distant because his lid is missing out on all his fun. And he would reluctantly paint a single spike on the canvas. Uh, as he does it, <clears throat> Triana would lean over to Arlen. Who, who is he? Does he work here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he works here. He's a, he's a good guy. Okay, I don't, I don't remember him here yesterday. He he comes around and helps take up the trash. <laughs> oh, I I see. That garbage okay. man. Is is he safe around the kids? Yeah, yeah, he's safe around the kids. He's good. He's cool. Okay, okay. I, I trust you. I trust you. <laughs> um, uh, I'm just going to hang up a picture my name was. <laughs> Miri, do you uh, do you paint anything on it? Uh, no, she's kind of... She's busy. She's, she's grabbing a bunch of stuff, including a... Uh, um, a big washboard and a tub. Though I suppose, in a way, though, there are lots of little tiny bee feet prints. Everywhere. Yeah, but that, that was all the yeah. impressionist bee painters. Yeah. Oh, God, can you imagine what the beehive is going to look like now? Uh, she, the, they're taking a bath, too. Bees don't take baths. Yes, they Wait, do. Are, are, are we going to have multicolored honey? Because that sounds awesome. Uh, you can, actually. There was a... Um, there was sort of a, a mystery blue honey that popped out of one beehive and uh, uh, this in in the real world and the farmers were like, what the hell is going on? It turns out um, some of the waste sugar from an M&M plant had some of the dye in it and <laughs> the bees were taking that and making honey out of it. So you nice. can look at blue honey and that's a real thing that happened. It would have been incredibly expensive but flack ate it all. Yeah. Yeah, um, but no, yeah, bees can take baths. That's why sometimes that's why like if you have an old bird bath that doesn't hold a bunch of water, if you put like marbles in it, you can make a bee watering station. Huh. Seriously, I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, absolutely. That. Uh-huh. But they can't it just has to be really shallow. Yeah, that's why you put drown. Yeah, they, that's why you put a bunch of stuff in it like rocks so that they can they can kind of they don't have to get their wings wet because if they get their wings wet they'll have to dry out again. Yeah, I was going to say they can't fly huh. while their wings are wet. That I do yeah. know. But they can sing in the rain. All right. Um, so uh, with that, uh, Arlen, Miri, and Miri uh, marched a line of now somewhat grumpy kids. Yeah. Uh, she's assigned. Paths. She's assigned. Arlen gets the washboard. Um, Otto gets the fish hooks and the, the jar of sardines. And Miri will... Um, Lead the procession of children uh, up here. Okay. Um, are the fish hooks and sardines for fishing? I can't imagine they're for the bathing process, right? No, they're for fi- That's why she gave them to Otto. <laughs> I, I was just like, I'm like trying to imagine what stage of bathing involves sardines and fish hooks. That was a mistake. Just saying. But, you know. So we hooked the kids. Yeah, so like, one time. for me, it's one for time, you. So it's time for one you for me, fishing, which is going to be dinner. 
One for me, one All right. for you. Um, so, Otto, roll me a profession <laughs> fisherman check. Oh, boy. Uh, well, that's where your next you don't skill point could that? go into that. Well, no, I don't happen to have that. I guess that means it's just a straight D20. <laughs> oh, God. I can't, I can't believe you don't have profession fisherman. Doesn't everyone? Can, well, wait. Can you use black? It says it's. It says wisdom is a uh, profession falls under wisdom. Yes, yes, yeah. So you would, you would, yeah. BD twenty plus your wisdom modifier. You're correct. That's pretty bad. I rolled a nine. Uh, does anyone else want to try and fish? I can't help you. I'm not there. Uh, Arlen can. Try, but I'm sure it's not going to be much better. Yeah, it's a it's a hand reel, so it's okay. not like. <laughs> Otto Otto says, "Look, I'm having no luck at this," and he passes the fishing rod to Arlen and casts guidance on her because <laughs> he's really uh, hungry. <laughs> what, what does guidance do? He's plus, a plus one. Plus, oh, plus one. Plus one. Yeah, sorry, plus one. No, it can be a plus two if God wants yeah. it to be. Nope. Oh boy! Aww, What's your wisdom modifier? He uses a two-hand guidance. That's that's plus okay, two. So that's a seven. Um. <laughs> yeah. Can we hand it Man, to the kids? Y'all are having. It. It's not that hard. Who picked Give this fishing second. spot? You know, I give me a second. I, I wonder if it's because of all the kids around here. Perhaps we should like move away from the children of the color will die. That might help. Right. <clears throat> um no one does great, but um you guys catch a few small fish, not enough really for uh, a full on meal. Uh however, Toby and Flack try their hands at it. Toby just running around the uh shallows trying to catch fish. Flack not much different. Um <laughs> Together, you guys managed to scrape together, um, uh, it's not enough for a good meal, but Miri, if you add it with vegetables and other stuff, it'll make a nice part of a meal for everyone. Yeah, she's got some other stuff, it's just that fish doesn't keep, so what she gave you yesterday was all the, like, protein she had. Right. Uh, so basically, what they catch are between minnows and maybe hand-sized trouts. Very small fish, but a few of them. Probably yeah. uh, a good, mm, you know, well, dozen to fifteen of them. We yeah. were going, we, we were going for eel, but okay, well, we'll make do with this. <laughs> no one knew. <laughs> well, yeah, it's evening. That's what you you fish. Well, for if eel I'd have known we were fishing time. for eel, I would have used my different technique. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't know. You would have, you would have like specifically asked the eel. <laughs> That's right. You would have floated, you, you would have floated the hook with a little sign on it that says eels you, only. You got to wiggle your hook in a certain way to catch the eels. So you guys, uh, the kids washed <laughs> the uh, fish caught. Uh, you guys head back uh, and have dinner. Um, I assume at some point you would put the tarp up as well. The tarp is big enough to cover the other half that's missing the roof. So at the very least now, while you may not have walls, you at least don't have to worry about the weather. It's not that bad. <laughs> the se- it's really the second floor that starts to really like not have walls and a floor. Um, however, you do still see off in the city as, as night grows... You can see the glows of several fires off in the distance, um, and you can hear the the 
the distant hum of people as it's clear that at least in some parts of the town the tension has devolved into full-on rioting no one no one near you exactly um seems to be more off of old corvosa in the main city but it's it's hard to ignore especially at night when the glows of the fire can be seen um with that you guys have a decent dinner all things told um bed the kids down for a night the kids actually spent most of the minute much of the day making um <clears throat> hammocks for them to sleep in uh triana mentions that they were very good at it said that that's what they used back in um gadrian's uh fishery however these are much cleaner and uh, many of the blankets that um, were brought over and that Miri already had have now been turned into fairly comfortable and functional hammocks for the kids. Well, I hate to be the you know bearer of bad news, but we seem to be out of leads in terms of finding Gadrian. Well, uh, you know, that might not... Exactly be true. I was looking over uh, some of the different stuff we had. And, I mean, we do have the uh, Queen's brooch. We also have a uh, ring, a silver ring that says for Emma. You know, uh, maybe the Chalaxian coat of arms. Maybe something like this. One of these could kind of help. a long shot but it's what we hmm. have the M is a long shot I doubt we can get an audience with the queen but maybe we can get into the castle somehow and find out somebody who does by the way Arlen yes do you have any idea why you remember me uh... you may have noticed that Triana doesn't <laughs> yeah I was odd. I mean, I know that I'm bad with names and faces. I just kind of assume maybe she was bad, too. But, um... No? Nope. Have no clue. <sighs> Alright. It was worth a shot. Uh, I'm sorry. But, you know, it should feel good to not have to keep introducing yourself. Yeah, that's definitely a perk. It's it's worth sticking around. It makes me makes me feel like maybe I'm on the right path now. Yeah, perhaps the uh, the energies are changing. So, um... <sighs> Toby says in the background. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a really realistic sounding. Rat sound. I know. <laughs> it's it's a big diorat. You know, it's it's definitely a large enough animal that you could ride it. And um, yeah. people have tried. Actually, that's actually. Oh my god! Uh, most people listening and watching this won't know, but Galen's a really good size comparison for Toby. <laughs> oh yeah. You just need a goblin to put on his back. Yeah. That can be Halloween their next costume. Halloween costume. <laughs> well. <laughs> You know, when I first met my wife, um, she's a little bit shorter than me, and um, Galen uh, always like walks under my legs and stuff. And um, first time she tried to do that with my wife, 
didn't quite work, and she ended up writing um, Galen for a few. <laughs> sister, sister dear, are you calling my favorite sister-in-law a goblin? No, 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 no. I no, just want to be clear goblin, here. Not goblin, just goblin size. There's a difference. <laughs> I did not say anything like such as that. I just want this to be for the record, Tavashi, if you're listening. I think you're beautiful. <laughs> and my favorite sister-in-law. Do you have any other sisters-in-law? Yes. Oh. I wait? No? Wait. Yes. Well... Yes. <laughs> I see you've given Common this a law. lot of thought. <laughs> common law. There we go. That's why I was so confused. <laughs> sure. We'll say common law. Um... So, anyway, and with that, the night um, <laughs> passes um, fairly um, uneventfully. Oh, uh, I will say this. Uh, Weary, as they were discussing uh, leads and all that, you would hear a voice in your mind that is very familiar at this point, the voice of Zellera, say, If Gadrian had that brooch, it must be for a reason. There's no way that the queen would lose such a thing to petty theft. Hmm. Would you prefer your presence known? Uh, I'm sorry, what? I said, would you prefer your presence known? Oh. Uh, she would say, it might be best if it's a small group. Like them, I, I don't think it would be best to just tell anyone, but those who are helping us, surely. I, in fact, if you could convey my apologies to Arlen and Amelia when you see them. Of course. Uh, she will She will gesture um, uh, Otto and Arlen over. Sort of in into the kitchen, if you will. Otto follows, but he brings his food. Uh, Ar- Arlen comes as well. Um, so so Mary takes the deck of cards out of her pocket and and places it on um the countertop and says, um, "Arlen, we may have some answers." About the deck. Oh. You remember the woman we met with, yes? Uh, something Zalra? Right? What was her name? Zalra? Yes. Yes. And you remember in the, uh, fishery. You remember what we found there, yes? Yes. Uh, her uh, hey? Yes. It seems that uh, that was not the only worldly remains she left here. Okay. It would seem that we have another member added to our party. Though you're not deceased, gonna tell she may me. Be. You're, you're, you know, Arlen's kind of looking around, kind of creeps out, and say, "There's not like 
a body around here. No. Thankfully, she has contained herself within the cards, or perhaps, rather, the cards contained her. Um. Okay. Mary, you hear a voice in your head. Give her the deck for a moment. I will apologize for myself. As you wish. Uh, she hands the deck to Arlen. Arlen kind of takes it and looks at it and kind of looks at you incredulously like, what am I supposed to do with this? You hear a familiar voice inside your mind say, Arlen, I wanted to apologize for the misleading way I brought you together. I am sorry. Uh, is anybody else hearing that? That would indeed explain how she uh, left us the cards. You will hear it only if you hold the deck. I can communicate to anyone who holds my cards. And I can aid you in your search for justice. Okay. That seems, um... Wow. Well, that's, that's helpful. Uh... And, and, um... Can you... Uh, I'm assuming you kind of put some of your energy in these cards, so you're in touch with, like, the, uh, almost a, a doorway between the, uh, different energies in the world. Can you, uh, contact others? No. My soul is connected to this deck and this deck alone. I can speak to anyone who holds it, and I can cast illusions, though they tire me. And I can use my powers to help you know what is to come. Well, okay. You saw, like, Arlen kind of get really hopeful for a minute when she asked him that, and then after uh, she found that she can't help contact others, uh, Arlen's like, oh, well... Okay. And then just kind of hands the cards back to uh, Moiri. Uh, Moiri will pocket the cards. Okay. The voice of Zellar seems to go quiet. So... So what... What do we have? What do... What, uh... What do we... Do we have any... Tools, tips, leads on our path for, um, well, I guess. According to Zellera, the brooch we found in the fishery should not, for all intents and purposes, have been there. I think that would be our best start, especially since we have the artist who... Well, she should probably finish that painting. Uh, oh, the... Triana picks up the, the painting of, of the king. Oh. 
Well, I don't know if they'll want me back now. I, mean, I don't know if there's a point. I, I haven't even tried. I, I don't think I want to go back there right now. What, what about if one of us went with you? Or a few of us went with you? I mean, the queen might like to have a, uh, if she really did love the king, she might like to have something, a picture, uh, something to remember him by. (laughs) The queen, um, her majesty was not very fond of me. Uh, Apparently she didn't like the way... Uh, his Majesty looked at me while I drew him. Didn't you mention something about Timronian? Uh, Timronian, yes. Uh, the Timronian, uh, Fragunius. Oh, I can never remember his full name, but he is um, a very powerful mage. He uh, owns the uh, bazaar over on the uh, middle of town. He makes lots of magical artifacts. He's a wonderful man. Uh, he should be able to help you at least. Uh, I, I'll be honest, I, I'm not sure how, but he always has good advice for me. Do you know if he practices any scrying? I never asked him, but I would have to imagine that he would, or at least make items that could. All right. Sounds like that's our lead. Uh, I'm showing you guys, by the way, a, a picture of the brooch. I'm sure if nothing else, you know, we could uh, unload some of this other stuff you know, on him. You can call it crap. It's okay. Oh, he he's always willing to buy stuff. That's true. <laughs> yeah, exchange it for money or other things. Sorry, did you say there was a picture? I'm not... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, nope. you, guys, you guys can't see it? No. Nope. I'm happens. showing it. I'm showing it. You're doing uh, sorry. excellent sorry. job. Sorry, it was a picture of what now? The uh, the brooch. Oh, uh, it was a brooch. picture of the brooch. Yeah, no, I'm not seeing it in my notes or anything. Nope. What? How dare it? <sighs> I, I am putting it in all of your journals. There, ah. you should be able to see it now. Now I see it. Ooh. Also, um... That's sweet. What are those? Uh, uh, one is a house dragon, and the other one's an imp. Oh, okay. I've seen pictures of them, but... Nah, oh, boy, they're both hideous. Awesome. Yep. I like your imps better. Oh, uh, yeah, my imps just look like cats with horns. And wings. Uh, you know, uh... Maybe, maybe also, uh... Amelia can help us with the the ledger. That that might also have some clues. If uh, if she shows back up at some point. <laughs> well, well, we're having two guests in the morning. I think uh, one is Amelia and one is um, Otto's wife, Anna. Yes, Anna. Amelia did say she would come back next morning. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I know that uh, everyone was super tired by the end of last session, but um, Amelia did mention that the ledger was pretty useless. But, yeah, 
she didn't actually say what was in it. So, yeah, uh, yeah, you guys, uh, so out of character or, or, or giving you a bit of a refresher, you guys, uh, she told you that it wasn't going to help you much with Gadrian. However, there was enough in there to help guards with other things that Gadrian has done in the past that it might be worth giving it to him for a reward or for help or for something. Uh, basically, there's a lot of old crimes in there that won't help you for the current time, but there's a lot of crap So in that maybe book. some cold cases that might get resolved or some shit. Things there's of that nature, yeah. There's also the shiver that we need to hand over. Yeah. You know, the, of course I'm not here for that. The, uh, it might be wise to send Otto to do that since they'll just forget him. Absolutely. The uh, other thing we haven't really um, mentioned or talked about is how much the, the kids might know. You know, um, they might know where Adrian spends some of his time or somebody who could lead us to somebody who could lead us to him. Searches of conversations. Yeah. Um... If you guys want to attempt that, we can handle it more narratively. Um, I would need someone to roll me a diplomacy check. One, two, three, not it. Not it. Uh, you I'll, could I'll do an intimidation it. check. I just assumed I'm, you weren't going to Why would I want to? Arlen will do it. Arlen will do a diplomacy check. Enhanced diplomacy in Arlen. All right. So... Man, nice. you're really getting your mileage out of that, aren't you, Otto? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, she rolls a 24 oh, wow. plus the enhanced diplomacy. 26. So Arlen rolls a 26. Damn. Wow. Um, Arlen knows so how to talk. You're able, yeah, you're able to uh, gather the kids around you and um, keep them feeling comfortable as possible while talking about obviously traumatic things. Um, by kind of like, I, and I would assume Arlen, basically by not approaching the conversation directly, but, you know, skirting the edges to get what information you could. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, just trying to talk mm-hmm. to them, like what their typical day was like, uh, who else they saw, what other adults were around them, who was in charge, mm-hmm. where they were, where they make you go, stuff like that. Right. Um, give me a second here. Bah, 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 bah. Uh, they don't know much about, uh, Gadrian. Um, they, they, they know who he was. They, they were terrified of him more than almost anyone else. Um, but they hadn't seen him in over a month. And, um, they were all very, very happy about that. Um, there is one thing, though. One of the kids mentions that, um, oh gosh, where is it? That they remember hearing a name, and I can't find it for the life of me. It's at the tip of my tongue, man. I'm prepared, GM. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's just a lot of, uh, I wasn't expecting to get this information. <laughs> um, okay. Um, one of the kids mentions that uh, they heard uh, before Gadrian left, they heard him talking um, and they mentioned the name uh, Devargo. They're like, Devargo. 
I don't remember anything else though. Was this a wealthy man or a poor man? Do you have the nice kid clothes? shrinks away from you. Oh, for fuck's sakes. <laughs> Language. So. <laughs> Damn kids. You, you hear Mwiri's very clearly, like, disapproving noise in the background. <laughs> uh, she will take this this opportunity to bustle past you with cookies. They're the same kind of brown ones with the green sprinkles that she gave you. Got it. Yeah. Uh, uh, does, does anybody she gets... know anything about Favargo? Uh, is it a name that uh, any of us would have heard? Uh, uh, sure, everyone roll me a knowledge local check, please. Everyone but me. Fourteen. Actually, everybody has knowledge. Oh wait, never mind. Yeah, everyone does. But that's I know. Not, but, but I'm she's not, not here. Yuri <laughs> rolled a three. That's nice. Arlen rolled a twenty-one. And Otto rolled a fourteen. Hey man, I've had my ups and downs today. All right, like twenties yeah, yeah. interspersed with down. like below fives. Um. No, unfortunately, the name doesn't ring a bell. Um, if he is someone of some importance, it wouldn't be someone that you have rubbed shoulders with or heard of. Uh, Arlen, you do know for sure, not nobility. Yeah, yeah. Not nobility or anyone, like, truly important in the city. So um, that name doesn't quite ring a bell. With a 21? Yep. Maybe the city guards... Would know. I mean, maybe whoever hands over the uh, the ledger could kind of casually mention it. <laughs> All eyes turn to Otto. <laughs> yeah. You are aware that my diplomacy is not the best. Yeah, but, but even if you fudge it, they won't remember you. Okay. Yeah, I will. And you can try again later, once you've Actually. run away from them. Well, out of character, actually, I think I can try again right away. Damn it, I should have used this when I was dealing with uh, Anna. I have this, like, memory lapse spell. Yeah, you do. Because it lets me to retry a diplomacy, a timidate, or a post-skill check. Yeah, you do. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> so but is this I'll, something I'll, you I'll... could do a take 20 on? Just since you could have unlimited yep. time? No, nope. I, I only could do it once. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, because unfortunately, if that was the case, then any time anyone's not in danger, they could just try over. Yeah, just do it forever. <laughs> um, yeah. So. All right. All right. Um, Timronian might also know the guy. That's possible. Very possible. We might also be able to find some other uh, shop owners who aren't quite so uh, upstanding as Timronian. You might have heard there's them. plenty of those in Corvosa. Forge into the underworld of Corvosa. Well, boys and girls, that's all we have for you today. Join us next time when we discover if Otto's wife, Anna, will really come to work at the orphanage, or did she just take the money and run? Will Triana ever forgive Arlen for forgetting that she was an artist? Will the bees ever be recognized for the true artistic geniuses that they really are? And... 
What the heck was Arlen doing this whole time? Because she sure wasn't babysitting. Please feel free to leave us some comments or feedback or even questions for the players, either in the comment section below or email them to us at curseofthect at gmail.com. We look forward to seeing you again soon. Take care.